Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. 133 in Edmonton. You can text us at 630 630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Not your small town dealership with a huge new state of art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan at Brendan Escott, and we'll tell you that guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, steak and seafood cooked right at your table, Japanese Village, Edmonton South, downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. Let's do it. Uh, let's get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing, more than just sportswear. Here is Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. A total of six games in the NHL tonight with the Canadians visiting the Bruins and the Leafs hosting the Avalanche as well. Leafs goaltender Freddie Anderson is expected to make his return from the IR tonight. He's been out with a groin injury since December 23rd, missing eight starts. Leafs also inked forward Trevor Moore to a two-year contract extension yesterday, worth $1.55 million. Anaheim Ducks sent former Oilers forward Andrew Cogliano to Dallas in exchange for Devin Shore. Sends D-man Thomas Shabbat practiced in a non-contact jersey this morning. He's been out uh, with an upper body injury since getting hit by Matt Martin late in December. Josh Georges announced his retirement this morning after 13 NHL seasons. He played for the Canadians and Sabres. 34 years old, he played 783 games, recording only 17 goals, 124 points as well. Uh, Bakersfield Condor split a pair of road games with Colorado over the weekend, losing 6-3 on Friday, but rebounded for a 2-0 win on Saturday. Next up, they get two home games against Stockton on Wednesday and Friday this week. Oil Kings had three games and three nights over the weekend and swept them all. They beat Lethbridge 5-1 on the road on Friday. Friday. Medicine Hat 2-1 in overtime on Saturday and Lethbridge again 4-1 on home ice last night. Uh, back to first in the Central Division for the Oil Kings and they return to Medicine Hat for a road game on Wednesday. Finally, Bob, the uh, U of A Golden Bears swept two road games against UBC, winning 3-2 on Friday, 6-0 on Saturday. They uh, clinched a playoff spot in the process. They still trail uh, University of Saskatchewan by one point for the Canada West lead. Up next for them, a home-and-home against Mount Royal this weekend. Yeah, I'll be going to that game on Friday night against Mount Royal. Uh, tonight at Rogers Place, the Edmonton Oilers and the Buffalo Sabres. Connor McDavid against Jack Eichel. I mentioned those numbers. 
Eichel, 224 career points in 250 games. McDavid at 323. What is he? Top five all-time points before his 21st birthday. Uh, McDavid, uh, 323 and 253. Of course, that's not the only one after another pick. Um, Sam Reinhart went second in the 2014 draft, the year before McDavid and Eichel were drafted. Dreisaitl went third. Reinhart has played 293 games and has 180 points. Uh, Drysettle has 81 points and has played 21 more games. Uh, Darnell Nurse went seventh in 2013. Rasmus Ristolainen, a career one, minus 111 in his career. Nurse, minus seven, and it's been this year. Uh, but those are a couple of storylines we'll be watching for tonight's game. Edmonton and the Buffalo Sabres. All right. Here we go. Uh, Brendan, we have roughly, uh, off the top of my head, looks like we have roughly about 600 texts through the first um, 90 minutes of the show. So let's get to some texts in our Heartland Ford text line. This text comes in out of Grand Prairie. Bob, Ken Hitchcock's biggest and maybe only downfall is his constant changing of the lines. Connor states it takes five or six games to get to know your wingers. This makes sense. Connor plays well with Leon. Nugent Hopkins plays well with Kara, but whatever. I'm just a fan. What do I know? Uh, and can address that. Uh, we ran that in the first segment. I mean, part of the problem is the Oilers have basically four forwards they can count on for offense. McDavid, Drysaddle, RNH, and Alex Jason. Those are the four. And they're searching for offense in their bottom six. And the other part of the equation with their bottom six is they haven't proven they can check. Um, they don't spend enough offensive zone time in the offensive zone. they got to do a little bit better job of chipping chasing, simplifying what they do. And you can't turn pucks over uh, in the neutral ice as well. Uh, more text coming in. Come on, Bob. Let's stop sugarcoating this. We need to make wholesale changes. Some of the guys on the ice, uh, we weren't enough to talk about it. Come on, Bob. Please convey my thoughts. You can text us at 630 Hello, Bob. What is the Oilers organization waiting for? We need help up front. Every day we prolong this, the chances of a playoff spot are slim to none. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at OilersNow. Email us, OilersNow at 630Jed.com. We'll continue to work through them here. Bob, is it time to bring Jordan Eberle back? Never should have traded him. That text comes to us out of Lloydminster. Well, you heard John Shannon. He doesn't want to bring guys back. Does not want to bring guys back. Jordan Eberle, on a reduced price point, I would consider bringing Jordan Eberle back, like in the offseason as a uh, free agent. JJ has texted the show. This one's interesting. Bob, please use whatever poll you have to stop this organization from doing any more damage. This team is too many pieces away from being competitive and won't be fixed by a trade. Stop damaging more of the future. That text comes to us from JJ. Bob, please use whatever poll you have. Uh, I would suggest that uh, I have none. So it's not. I'm not the guy in there making the deals. And uh, there's a reporting structure, and I'm so far down the food chain and so far down the uh, pig. As much as I wish I could help out in that regard, 
in the current uh, setup that the organization has, that ain't happening. So, and that's not a byproduct of passing the buck. I'm just letting you know where it's at. You can text us at 630-630. Bob, is it me or did the Oilers have the best fighter in the league more years than not throughout their organizational history? That one comes to us from Trent. Well, some would say that Dave Semenko uh, in the early 80s was the best fighter, the most intimidating player in the NHL. They had Dave Brown here for a couple years late in the 80s and he was certainly top three in the NHL. Steve McIntyre was top two or three when he was in the league. Right now, Milan Lucic is as well. Out of Cameron's Alberta, Bob, read some texts. Well, I am. I am reading some checks, uh, some uh, texts, and uh, taking some cross checks. Uh, Brandon says, Bob, what about Andre Burakovsky or Robbie Fabry? Uh, Burakovsky isn't guaranteed offense. I think he could be. There's something there. And, yes, he played with Connor McDavid and Erie. Uh, Robbie Fabry, he's been injury prone. There you go. This text comes in. Bob, the Ottawa Senators are out of it, and they don't have a first-round pick. The Oilers are desperate for offense, so they'll likely overpay and land either Stone or Duchesne. That's my guess. Agree? Uh, actually, I don't agree, and I'll tell you why. I think Mark Stone's going to sign in Ottawa. I do think Matt Duchesne's going to get traded but I think that Matt Duchesne is going to uh, challenge free agency. So on that note, uh, I would not give up a first-round pick because I don't know where Duchesne's going to end up. Okay? This text out of Lethbridge, Alberta, the thing that scares me the most is that the owners are only a few points out of the playoffs and there seems to be little effort. I think there's effort. I just don't think that the team is good enough right now. Like, you look at Calgary, and, I, and I'll and i be honest with you, I didn't think Calgary would be this good. They're good. Giordano is having an unbelievable season. Unbelievable year. And it starts there. Okay? But uh, they are deep. They can score three lines deep most nights. And they've got defense that are off. And they, as John Shannon mentioned, they haven't had anything significant to deal with injury-wise. But they're a good team, and they weren't near this good at this time last year. But, you know, they trade out Dougie Hamilton and Michael Furland. They get back Lindholm. Lindholm's an offensive uh, step up on Furland. And as it's turned out, maybe Dougie Hamilton was overrated in Calgary. I kind of trusted the analytics guys that told me how good was Hamilton was with Giordano. And we've seen, obviously, that Brody's been back with uh, Giordano. And that's why I'm starting to think it's Mark Giordano. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us, at orders now. Uh, out of Red Deer, Alberta, if Peter Shirelli was smart, he'd be talking to Doug Armstrong about a number one defenseman. Well, they have one number one defenseman in St. Louis. His name's Alex Petrangelo. And I do believe the teams have talked about that in the past. Maybe at the 2016 draft. I would suggest to you that Colton Pareko is probably a really good number three defenseman. Jay Bowmeister was a legitimate top four defenseman for a long time in this league. He's uh, probably a really good number five defenseman. This text comes in out of Red Deer. Bob, it's easy. Just trade for Oliver Ekman-Larsen. Yes. Oliver Ekman-Larsen's a good defenseman, but it ain't that easy. Again, when you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us. At 6.30, Chad, uh, or uh, Texas at 6.30, 6.30. Wow. 
more stuff coming in. Uh, 143, we're going to get to a couple more texts, but at this time, let's get to our conversation with the Edmonton Oilers defenseman, Adam Larson. Adam, uh, the Edmonton Oilers, the Buffalo Sabres tonight. You guys looking for a little bit of consistency right now. It's yeah. been a, it's kind of been an up and down stretch, hasn't it? Yeah, um, totally agree with that. I mean, just look at all the results and all the games we've played. It's been very up and downs, even in the games, and we don't want to have that in our game. And I mean, we've played some tough opponents, but looking at the score, we should have have been closer or been winning those games but you know for us it's just trying to find that consistency like you said and just try to go with it. Adam is this perhaps reinforced what Oscar Clefbaugh means to this team? I mean you guys when he went out were 13th in the league in defense goals against okay you were at the time of the injury uh, the orders were 17 12 and 2 when uh, Oscar went out of the lineup uh, since then, you're averaging 3.8 uh, goals against per game, so almost uh, a full goal against uh, more. And you're you're out shooting teams by two shots per game before Oscar went out, and you're being outshot by 10 shots a game since he's uh, been out of the lineup. I know it's not all him, and I I know you still got to come up with solutions internally, but he's a pretty good player, and he's a pretty important player of this team, isn't he? He's a huge piece on this team. Uh, I mean, now I've been paired with different partners. Um, and, you know, it's... And that stat is pretty much team-based. I mean, it's not... You can't avoid 10 shots a game by yourself. I mean, we we have been leaky defensively, and that's... That's on me and it's on all other guys too. So it's it's something we collectively have to do better. But obviously losing Oscar top minutes, uh, it's hard to to fall. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but one of the other things with Oscar, at least from our perspective, is he. And you know, there's a saying: you can never go wrong with a guy that comes from a place that starts with S. Saskatchewan. Sweden, yeah. right? Like, he's just, he's always, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. an energy and a vibe about him, and he's a positive guy. And, yeah. you know, he's got a lot going for him. But, I mean, you miss having that personality a bit around the room, too. Well, he's a good friend of mine and um, very close friend. So it's uh, it's always sad to see those, such a good guy going down. And with the history you've had, too, with injuries, it's um, it's not fun to see. I mean, it's... For him, he has such a good good early season and he wants to get that going and then this happens. So it's unfortunately that he had that history and that it got to him again. So it's, uh, I mean, we he's going to be back soon, sooner than later. So we... Um, but you guys got to take care of business in the meantime. Exactly. So it's, we can't focus on that. I mean, it's, um, it's a hard gap to fill, but... He's still going to be out for a couple games, so we have to do, to do our best, and that's what we're focusing on. All right, we're going to switch focus here. So we had a period in Quebec where, because of Patrick Waugh, there were a lot of good goalies out of Quebec. In Sweden, Nicholas Ledstrom, defense. Is there something about the way, you know, I mean, you played as an example on your team in Schlefti of the year you were drafted. You guys had uh, David Runeblad, who was a yeah. first-rounder. You had Tim Erickson, who I think is still playing in the minors now and over here in North America. But, you know, those guys didn't pan up. But there's lots of really good Swedish defensemen around the NHL. 
Why is it? Uh, is it because of the best players wanting to play D, or is there something in the Swedish defense defensive upbringing where maybe they allow the guys to handle a puck? What do you think it is that there's so many good Swedish defensemen in the league? I think that uh, has something to do with it, that they want us to, to handle the puck and from early age, too. Um, they let us play uh, to our ability. Because usually when you grow up and playing in Sweden, you these top, top draft picks are the top of their team too so they get a lot of freedom a lot of a lot of room obviously it's more room on the ice over there so it's um, get the skills to get out too so it's um, I don't know it's a good program they have for, for demons and you can even see now the young demons in Buffalo it's um, it's fun to watch what do you know about him, Rasmus Dahlin well I mean he, he was with you last year right at the Worlds uh, no, the pilot was, oh, oh, was pilot. yeah, pilot was, and he's a really good player. Uh, he's going to be a really good player, and obviously Dallin is something, something different. Uh, you pretty much see him on the highlights every single day, so it's he's going to be fun to watch for for a lot of years ahead. So it's. Um, it's good for for Danichal and good for for Swedish hockey. Do you know anything about Joel Person? Who uh, a little bit. I watched a couple of games back home uh, last year, actually in the final. And he uh, he's a really good player, skilled, offensively skilled. Um, so I don't know what the plan is with him, but he um, if he comes here, he's going to be a good addition. All right, that is Evans Oilers defenseman Adam Larson and. Uh, as John Shannon said, Adam Larson is the least of the owner's problems, and I think most fans get that as well. More texts coming in on our Heartland Ford text line. Bob, what about Sam Gagne? 950K salary left, experienced winger. Uh, no, 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 no. He's got more than that in terms of salary because he's got another year left in his deal. He'd be an upgrade over some of the wingers in the bottom six, move up to a line once in a while, second line power play help. He's not fast, but he can still pass and shoot. Well, you can make an argument he's better than a couple guys that are here right now. I think that's fair. Um, I always had a lot of time for Gagne, but some would say he can't go back down that path again. We'll have to wait and see what ends up happening here involving the Edmonton Oilers. We'll tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. And yeah, there's lots of media guys that would love the opportunity to get more involved and help out. Uh, but again, uh, the texter suggested whatever poll you have. There's no poll, that I can tell you. 150 at Edmonton. Uh, when we come back in orders now, we'll get to listing in orders history and a quick clip from Phil Housley, Hall of Fame defenseman, about Edmonton orders Cadillac forward Connor McDavid. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Edmonton in Buffalo tonight. Here's Buffalo head coach Phil Housley on facing Connor McDavid. They got uh, arguably one of the best players in the game. Uh, he's, a, he's a threat every time he's on the ice. We recognize that and we have to be aware of that. And uh, in saying that, we have to manage uh, that part of the game, right? We're not going to try plays that aren't there or try to force things because uh, with his speed and, and, and their transition, it's very dangerous. So uh, those are the things that we have to, we have to control uh, in this game tonight. All right, that is Phil Housley. Control of the game. 
Got to control critical areas on the ice. This has been an issue for the Edmonton Oilers. This is going to be a fun one here. We're going to go to this day in Oilers history. And it is brought to you by our friends at New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel. Receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation needs. Brendan, what happened on this day back in 1981? The Oilers' Bob scored six goals in the third period to down the Toronto Maple Leafs 7-4. to four. Wayne Gretzky and Stan Weir each scored twice. The Oilers moved to 13-22-7 and seven on the year. And that would be the year. At 13-22-7 through 42 games that year, that the Edmonton Oilers would knock off the Montreal Canadiens in three straight games in the opening round. But, you know, 16 out of 21 teams made it in the playoffs. Now 16 out of 31 teams make it. So, obviously, it's a significant... Which sometimes, may I add, you have to remind some of the old Oilers that 16 out of 21 made it when you guys broke in the league. And now 16 out of 31. Doesn't make it any easier right now to stomach for Oilers fans. And I get it. Just uh, speaking of Gretzky and six points, wasn't the only time he had six points against the Leafs. I remember at the end of the 79-80 regular season in Toronto, Wayne Gretzky uh, reeling in Marcel Dion for the scoring race, the Art Ross Trophy, and having six points against the Maple Leafs one night. I think he got gifted an assist in that game, but uh, Donnie Ashby, who would later pass away in a car crash, uh, had a big night playing with Blair McDonald and Wayne Gretzky as well. I get the uh, passion out there in oil country. Live it. After uh, the game Saturday night, swung by. Saw my old buddy Dan Baker at Pub 1905. He probably had six or eight uh, guys that were longtime uh, Edmonton area players that are pros that are on his team. We had a good half hour to an hour-long conversation. And um, the reoccurring theme was about talent and depth in the lineup up front. Personally, this is going to be an important time for Koskinen as well. The owners need to see what they got with this guy. Don't be surprised if maybe the owners run with him for three or four games here. Edmonton and Buffalo tonight. I'll be back at 5.30 with Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Jack Michaels. Tomorrow, uh, so 5.30 pregame show, 7 o'clock puck drop, Oilers and Sabres. Oilers desperate for a win. Tomorrow, uh, Brennan Escott will be hosting the show as I'll be hopping on the bird flying off to Vancouver. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon news, which Aileen, uh, sorry, I stand apologize. Cassandra Jodelon has a global news weather traffic update. And then uh, we've got the 6.30 chat afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.